The U.S. Surgeon General, the WHO, hmm, we'll, we'll put aside our analysis of the WHO momentarily. The WHO stands by recommendations not to wear masks if you are not sick or not caring for someone who is sick. CNN. First of all, the WHO is a China ass kissing, makes the UN look effective, phony baloney organization that maybe does more good than harm, but mm, I'm calling for reweighing. Now, a lot of hardcore medical experts are saying I respectively, respectfully disagree. Um, can you? Yeah, don't scan down. I want to. Go back to the, the, the number one. There it is. So unless you're sick or caring for someone who's sick or the rest of it, I'm reminded of one of the great pieces of wisdom I picked up in the last few years, the late and, and, and much missed Charles Krauthammer, talking about the ugliness and stupidity of politics. And the point of one of his books, The Things That Matter, was that You've got to go through the ugliness and stupidity of of politics to get the policies in place that you actually believe in. And it's it's disgusting and repulsive and the rest of it, but you just have to pull up your big boy pants or your pull down your big woman skirt and <laughs> wow. uh, and and do the work. Um and just deal with it. I suspect very strongly the WHO and and the Surgeon General and all those people are saying, look, we still need all the masks for the medical folks or else all our doctors and nurses are going to die. So tell the people they don't need them. I don't like that. That's not good. That's that's not okay with me. You well, make I know the, it's not okay you, with you, but you, what about the masses of, of the un, uh, uneducated Jack, the panic-stricken, the, the common man? I'm all for making the argument to them, hey, we need these masks. Don't buy no, more than you need. Etc. Etc. Well, I just, I'm just. You not... see my point though, from the Charles Krauthammer point of yeah, view. Yeah. Yeah. You have to save the doctors and nurses, and if you have to lie to the people, there's a cost to that. I'm not advocating this, by the way, my friends. I'm just thinking it through. If you have to say something that's untrue to get enough masks for the medical providers, you're going to freaking say it. I suppose. And we'll apologize later. I suppose until Please this. I suppose until this is over, we're skipping past the part that it's crazy. That hospitals are out of masks like one week into some sort of crisis? Yeah. Yeah. How could that possibly freaking be in when the United we, States of America? When we've had contingency plans for many years to stockpile critical medical gear, but it just went away bit by bit over the years. Both parties, folks. Yeah, it's so dis- and, and I hope we learn lessons from this. I hope the CDC, which is a giant government bureaucracy full of bureaucrats who are most interested in protecting their turf, I hope they, we have a project turn on a dime and we review it once a year and then next time China sends us over some bat-s-born garbage deadly disease. So they're stuck in the 8th century. So I hope we can turn on a dime and produce masks and face shields and 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 hand sanitizer and for God's sake toilet paper or whatever is white gold white gold as fast <laughs> as we can. So for some reason the wet markets are opening back up in China according to uh, Tucker last night. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I know you've been missing uh, some pangolin kebabs. <laughs> exactly. 
kind of room temperature bat. I know you've been missing that. Oh, so, yes. Swirling around in a, in a bucket of gray water. I, I, <laughs> boy, I go I go to the wet market late in the afternoon because I know the bats have been sitting out there in the sun. And for, more people have stuck their hands in the bucket. That's what I like. them and looked at them. Everybody's them had their hand in the bucket. Splash. By the end of the day. Yeah. Not that I can't take anymore. <laughs> oh, God. I know. It's pretty disgusting, isn't it? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And that's what started all this craziest time of all of our lives. Oh, my God. I've been reading more about that uh, two, three, four, six trillion dollar expenditure uh, because Nancy is talking about passing another one like this week, another just giant expenditure. It is so packed full of pork and ridiculous and ridiculousness and pet projects and waste and all. I love this note from JT. If looters can be shot, what about politicians? Well, first of all, I know he's kidding, but never never any violence, never any political violence. We don't even joke about it. But you are looting the Treasury, which means looting the very bank accounts of the American people. How, how I guess because we're used to it. I don't understand how people don't get more militant about that. But that's, you know, that is one of the great progressive goals, though, is to narrow the tax base as much as possible so you have the fewest number of people paying the biggest number of taxes. Is that because it's noble and it's a progressive tax rate and the rich are paying their fair share? No, it's that you have such a small number of taxpayers that you can never get a majority to oppose your schemes. That's why they do that. Hey, I know you got that thing on living in a communist country, but since we covered a little COVID stuff, how about a little politics to finish out this segment? A couple of polls that came out yesterday. Why not? That were kind of interesting, because the presidential race is still going on. Um, It needn't be, but it is. And uh, polls have narrowed between Biden and Trump. Those are stupid in any time, emergency or not. Which polls? All of them. Okay. Polls this far out on that sort of thing are just dumb, and there's all kinds of examples of Obama and Bush being behind at this point and them winning, so doesn't matter but i thought this enthusiasm stuff was kind of interesting interesting are you uh, what's your level of enthusiasm for biden or trump trump supporters uh very enthusiastic 55 percent of trump supporters wow 55 percent very enthusiastic somewhat 31 so you got a total of 86 between very and uh and somewhat for that's biden good. that's super solid for biden he's only got 28 percent very excited very enthusiastic. To 56% for Trump? 55. 20 50, to 55. For very enthusiastic. Yeah, really? Is Cuomo on this poll yet or no? No, oh, he's not. Boy. And then you got a you got a, a, a decent chunk of uh, somewhats for Biden. So, you know, it adds up to about the same, but way more varies for Bi- for Trump than Biden. Does that mean anything? Yes. Certainly could. I think this is a meaningful poll. It, it absolutely does, because if you're looking at how it might manifest in the election, you've got to wait the very differently than you wait the somewhat. You've got to award a certain number of enthusiasm points, and you get two for every very and one for every somewhat, and, you know? And Trump and Trump supporters being what he and they are, they're probably not going to stop being very enthusiastic by November, right. and they will vote. Well, yeah, I would suggest, and, and again, this is I'm putting this together off the top of my head, and it's almost certainly invalid, but... You've got to award two points for very enthusiastic and one point for somewhat enthusiastic, which means Trump doesn't have double. He has quadruple yeah. or near it. And the history of elections is voting against somebody just does, is not as hot as voting for somebody. It just isn't. Hmm. It's just a, it trips a different trigger. 
That's interesting because we've read these psychological studies that they ring so true. People, individuals, bond more quickly over what they don't like than what they like. You run into another Metallica fan, you might be friends. You run into another guy who hates Nickelback, you'll be high-fiving and and, uh, and best buddies before you know it. Uh, then, Sorry, Nickelback. During these troubled times, why why the kick at you? I don't know. And then one more uh, poll of Bernie supporters. Uh, who are you going to vote for, Biden or Trump? Well, Biden get the va- you know the vast majority by far, seventy nine percent. But sixteen percent of Bernie supporters said they'd vote for Trump. If that mm. actually happened, no way Trump loses. If Trump gets. His supporters and sixteen percent of Bernie supporters, I think he's unbeatable. Right. I don't I don't know if that number could change by the time you get to November. That they're still butthurt over the way things turned out. Well, right. And if the, you'll pardon that expression, I'm not the kind of guy that says that. Why did I say that? They will be hiney wounded come <laughs> November, no matter what happens, Jack. But if Cuomo runs, they'll be berserk. He says he's uh, not gonna. He says he has no interest. Okay. Ah, uh, sure. He That's doesn't get you... a say in this. <laughs> And that's what you say until the it's moment. It's not up to you. Till the moment you say you're in. Uh, yeah. Here would be a, a, a third question for the Bernie supporters: Biden, Trump, or just so bummed out you stay home? Yeah, because that's a significant chunk of the Democratic Party, right? Sure, now. we shall see. So we have some loyal, loyal. Uh, actually, one of them is a lawyer. Oddly enough, Freudian slip. Uh, longtime listeners who live in uh, Vietnam who are reporting on how they're dealing with the outbreak there. And, man, there are some aspects of it that uh, are are crazy. They decide to quarantine you in the United States. You might end up on, uh, you know, a Navy ship or a a field hospital or something like that. You don't want to get quarantined in a communist communist totalitarian state. Trust me on that. A, A really amazing story coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. First of all, I know there's a lot of stuff going on out there. It's a lot of news, 24-hour news, telling you what to do, what not to do, what to look out for, uh, information you must know. Let me assure you something. These shows we're going to do are going to tell you nothing. They will contain no information none whatsoever (laughs) you'll probably be stupider after you see these shows than you were before i'm just telling you up front that's a good approach from conan actually that i can see the mercy on your soul i can see especially at the end of the day flipping that on him saying that and thinking all right that's what i want i want to hear nothing about this i want nothing important to be told in the next half hour that's why my wife and i are partially why we're so into tiger king right now Sure, tiger king's not lecturing me about how to wear my mask this has got nothing to do with corona or the economy this is about all the crazy people out there we can mock no quarantining on homeland so we received this note from aileen anonymous or al i'm not even that's a woman anyway uh, I've narrowed it down by 50%. I've condensed this for the purposes of the airwaves, but I will tell you this. I am trying to get permission to post the pictures. Oh, my God, the pictures. Stay tuned. 
Uh, I live in an expat neighborhood in Ho Chi Minh City, or Saigon. It's uh, really like a little village in the middle of a 15 million person city populated by American, European, Australian, Indian, Korean, and Japanese expats. It's an amazing little community, and everybody knows everybody else by one degree of separation at most. About two weeks ago, a British pilot living here reported he had symptoms and tested positive for coronavirus. He had just attended a St. Patrick's Day party a few days before being tested, a party with 250-plus attendees just from our little neighborhood. The police quickly cracked down, and we were reminded that, A, we were guests here, and B, this is a communist one-party rule state. The police do not care about you, your language, culture, or civil rights back home. They mentioned South Korea using data collection from cell phones. Vietnam Vietnam does not have such advanced technology, but they did use the security cameras, which are everywhere, okay, including in the bar where the party took place, and they tracked down about 200 of the 250 guests. Wow, imagine a lifestyle where there's cameras in the bar and the man can track you down. Yep. Wow. Each day and night, more and more of these, well, and and from a libertarian point of view or a liberty-loving point of view, anytime they need to eliminate anybody, humiliate them, ruin their reputation, take them down, uh, the government has that, what they need, or at least they hope they do. Anyway, uh, each day and and night, more and more of these people have been tracked down, given an hour or just minutes to prepare a bag and cart it off to a quarantine camp. Oh, Run-down military camps, military schools, closed-down university dorms, anywhere anywhere they can stick some bunk beds. No mattresses, though, just a plank of plywood. And bugs, 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 and more bugs. That's where the pictures come in, which I'll show you fellas off the air, and I'm getting permission to post. It's a nightmare. Sleeping on a plank of wood? With bugs crawling all over you, the water, the running water doesn't work in half the places. The toilets are clogged up. They just give you a bucket to poop in. I mean, it's a oh my nightmare God. by modern standards. Um, uh, the quarantine centers are overflowing, mostly with people who flew into Vietnam after March 8th who were sent directly to quarantine until they proved to be tested negative three times. The quality of the camps is getting worse and worse, as is the patience of the police and workers here. They are understandably pissed off at the foreigners for, A, never wearing masks, although now it is required by law and public, and, B, not taking the virus threat seriously, considering where not, we live. They must not understand that masks actually make the problem worse, oh, according God. to our Surgeon General. That is so not true. Um, they were not considering where we live, a developing country severely under-equipped for a major outbreak. We haven't left our apartment in one week because our next-door neighbors went to the St. Patrick's Day party and were carted off to a camp at 1 a.m. We've had to hide our dog at a neighbor's house because they will take the dogs away, and we may never see them again because they think dogs spread the virus here. She mentioned stocking up on groceries. At any moment, we think the police could knock on our door to take us away to a dirty, grimy camp just because our neighbors made a bad decision to go to the party. In any case, Ho Chi Minh City and Hanoi, the capital, seem to be preparing for lockdown similar to Wuhan soon. I think it will help prevent or at least lessen the disaster, so I've made peace with that reality. Could be weeks or a couple of months. I'm just hoping we don't have any up-close and personal experiences with the healthcare system here. Usually we have beautiful international clinics for the expats, but they are not equipped or permitted to handle COVID cases now. We would be in the hands of the public health care system here, something one of your other listeners has already written in about, describing your daughter having treatment in a Southeast Asian hospital for an infection where they don't wash their hands and had blood spilling all over the floors. That's correct. But the silver lining, 
is definitely being able to listen to your show every day. <laughs> I didn't know Vietnam had that kind of government. I didn't know that. Uh, and thanks for the nice things you go on to say about the show, Aileen. We're doing our best around here. Uh, yeah, some the pictures of the camps, my friends. Squalor is... Uh, uh, you would You would weep for a while. And then you'd settle in and think, i got to make the most of this. I'm not, if you get tired enough, you can sleep anywhere, but, uh, well, you'd be pretty sore sleeping on a plank. With bugs crawling all over you, having to go way over there to get any running water, filth. Your poo bucket. I would think, I would think I'm not going to die. A communal poo bucket, by the way. You don't get your own. If the corona doesn't give me, a bunch of other things that we catch here are going to get me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's be. rough. Yeah. They have socialized medicine, so <laughs> they got that going for them. Oh, my gosh. Be glad you're an American, my friends. Every day of your life. We're not perfect. We're working on it. It's an experiment in self-governance. Some days it goes pretty well. Some not so well. We'll bring you up to speed on some of the latest stats that are out there and what direction it seems to be going in various places. Briefly. Don't need to dwell on it. Yeah. I got a bit of indict, uh, an indictment of some of the tech companies, too, bowing down to their Chinese overlords. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah, that 1.4 million people is irresistible. And, hey, if you got to do a little evil, you're going to do a little evil. The Armstrong and Getty Show. MyPillow has designated some of its call center to help U.S. companies navigate the many issues that resulted from this pandemic. We've, de- we've dedicated 75% of my manufacturing to produce cotton face masks. Um, up to ten, in three days, I was up to 10,000 a day. By Friday, I want to be up to 50,000 a day. Um, I'm proud to manufacture our products in the United States, and I'm even more proud to be able to serve our nation in this great time of need. You might recognize that voice if you watch TV ever. You know the My Pillow guy. I'm Mike Lindell. I never could find a pillow I like, so I invented My Pillow. Um, I'll read you this this the headline here: Media freaks out on My Pillow CEO Mike Lindell for encouraging Americans to read the Bible. So the Bible, as you heard, he just announced they're going to convert seventy five percent of their production from pillows to masks. We've been talking about masks all morning long. That's hero stuff. It might be the difference between, uh, you know, real horror and just middling horror in this whole crisis. We get enough masks out there, particularly to the hospitals. Got more on that later. But Trump invited Lindell up to speak at the press briefing yesterday. Actually, Trump had a whole bunch of uh, uh, business people there talking about what they're doing. What is that term? I keep hearing it. The the, the power of the private sector, the uh, unleash the armory of democracy or something oh yeah yeah it's a term from world war ii but anyway uh it's the idea that our private sector can 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 do things that the, that government can't and that's absolutely true um so trump had a bunch of those people up there talking about it and so he invited the my pillow guy up to the microphone to talk now he did some uh jesus stuff we'll all mention in a second but the reaction is what's amazing here here's ram 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 gopal of uh cnn i don't actually know his name in case you were wondering what the My Pillow guy is doing in a time of coronavirus, he's standing next to Donald Trump. Um, 
Ali Velshi of MSNBC said, Trump just called the MyPillow guy up to the podium in the Rose Garden. You can't make this stuff up. Joy Reid of MSNBC said, So my Tiger King binge was interrupted by a text saying, The CEO of MyPillow is now part of the presidential briefings. Please tell me this is a prank. Wow. Palmer Report said, American hospitals have refrigerator trucks full of dead bodies parked around back. But sure, let's hear from the MyPillow guy. Wow. Uh, uh, any questions about why the media has a 16% approval rating? Great, Scott. Or people don't listen to anything they say. I mean, listen, anybody who would have gone with that, if, if, if Mike Lindell had gotten up next to Barack Obama and said, listen, we're going to see if we can stop the spread of Ebola in Africa because this is, this is a, a horror, a humanitarian horror, we're going to convert to making masks. Anybody on the right who, 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 who would mock that would be dead to me. So these are all blue checkmark people. I don't know all their names because I don't watch this kind of stuff. Uh, it's not my uh, not my lane. Jamie O'Grady, a blue checkmark, said, "Are you effing kidding me? He has the my pillow guy on to sell his garbage product during a pandemic briefing. I don't know if any point he was selling his pillow. Was he? Did he sell his pillow at any point up there? But announcing that they're switching over to making masks seems like a." Pretty good thing to do. Yeah. Now the headline of this story is media. Well, freaks you also, out. I'm sorry, you also had people from Jockey making similar announcements. Honeywell, Procter and Gamble, United Technology. I think UPS was up there. FedEx, Walmart has participated. CVS, etc. I don't know if the My Pillow guy is more mockable because of his ads are kind of you know infomercially they have that They're quirky. Uh, they have I would have done that. a double take if I saw the Shan oh, Wow yeah. guy up there. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's got the, 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 the Ginsu knife look to it, the whole MyPillow ad. But when he gets up there and says they're going to start making masks, you'd think that would cover him a little bit. Now, the headline here is people freaked out because he encouraged people to Americans to read the Bible. I, none of these texts refer to the religious stuff. They just seem to be bothered that he's there at all and clearly did not listen long enough to have any idea what he was talking about or why he was there. They just mock all things I Trump. The, I buy the all way. All things. Uh, of people I dislike, I could not dislike Joy Reid more. Joy Reid, oh, I find oh. to be the most loathsome presence on all, all the television. Yes, yes. So my Tiger she King binge. She is a binge, blot on the, the, the American landscape. So my Tiger King binge was interrupted by a text saying the CEO of My Pillow is now part of presidential briefings. Please tell me this is a prank. Well, you're in the news business. Have some idea. What is going on at the press conference? That's a bad person. Uh, anyway, so I'll read you his, his, his Bible-ish quote part, which is pretty dang over the top. Uh, he encouraged Americans to turn to God in this time of crisis. I'm fine with that. It's more religion than you usually get in the modern era out of the Rose Garden. This part's pretty over the top. God gave us grace on November 8th, 2016 to change the course we're on. So that's a uh-huh. God intervened by having Trump be elected. Now we changed the course we were on with God's grace. Okay. Different. Okay. Well, it's still invoking God on that day. It seems like a pretty major thing to me. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not against it, but I can see how that got some people's attention. God has been taken out of our schools and lives. A nation had turned its back on God. I encourage you uh, to use this time at home to get back in the word, read our Bibles and spend time with our families. I actually think that's a good idea. Um, but none of these tweets from the blue checkmark people mention that stuff. Oh, this one does. Um, but all the other ones, they're just bothered by his presence, period. Because it's mockable. Because it's guess. mockable. Yeah. Oh, how you, dumb is Trump? He's got the my, my pillow guy up there. Right. He's converting over to making masks. 50,000 masks a day. Which is a desperate need we all have. So, 
Yeah, and it's funny, the WAPO even knocks him for mentioning his company a couple of times. You're telling me the, the folks from Procter & Gamble didn't say that we at Procter & Gamble are proud to, and we're turning the full power of Procter & Gamble? Are you kidding me? I God, it's just so bad. I don't care if you ma- usually make sex dolls. If you start making ventilators, I'm I'm on your side. I'm I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Tiger King starts, uh, you know, stops feeding <laughs> tigers and stops starts to, you know, making masks, tiger you know? striped masks, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with lots of piercings. I feel like that'd be more Carol Baskin's thing. Carol Baskin would poke holes in Carol him because she's a murderer. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Uh, let, oh, I, I I promised you a kick in for the uh, the tech company. A tech company, stay with us. Uh, but first, a note from a great tech company, our sponsor, Simply Safe. They've finally made it easy for you to get the comprehensive protection for your home you've wanted without the messy, expensive installation and without the long-term contract. You probably don't want a technician coming to your home to, uh, to, to, to put in your security system anyway. Well, you don't have to do that. You're going to put it in. It's not going to take you very long. You can do it yourself in under an hour. It's effortless. And your home is protected 24-7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire, and more. What's it called? About 50 cents a day. No contract. You're not locked in for a year or two. And listen to this. U.S. News and World Report named Simply Safe best overall home security of 2020. That's huge. It's at least worth a try. And right now, when you head to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, our listeners will get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. Risk-free. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Now, simply is S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Some, uh, and you should do that. I think it's a really good idea. Clearly. Um, since we just mentioned Tiger King, uh, and if you're not watching the show, we think you should, but, uh, if you're not, this won't take long. It's on the Netflix. According to the LA Times, police are fully looking into the disappearance of Carol's ex-husband now. The, the, this has happened a couple of times. There was a, a podcast that NPR did, remember, where they, they either reopened a case or something like that. This has happened a few times now where you have a localized, murder mystery it becomes a national show well now you got a whole bunch of extra people that become aware of it Mm -hmm. and you could easily have somewhere in the united states that wasn't local to florida who says oh i know that guy i I used to talk to that guy all the time you know that sort of thing or i'm the guy who flew him there right yeah particularly in, in people who have disappeared or missing persons cases plus especially in not super well equipped cop shops occasionally when the gaze of the nation nation turns upon an investigation people realize okay that was a little sloppy or a little right. underdone or they right. just didn't have enough budget to pursue the thing for five years you're right that happens all the they time got the freaking home break-ins to deal with oh and we've gotten a text to this and my wife and i said it last night that carol baskin woman from uh from tiger king who, who i think killed her husband has the personality of Hillary Clinton. And sounds precisely like her and looks a lot like and her. And laughs at the weirdest, most inappropriate times. You're, talk- <laughs> you're talking about the disappearance of your husband and people think you may have murdered him and you're laughing. Why are you laughing? That's weird. You know what? And she sounds just like when Hillary said, what, like with a cloth? <laughs> what, what, like I, like, I, like I fed his body to tigers? What? <laughs> it's disturbing. Well, and, and I brought up, like, Paul, I paused the show last night, and I said to Judy and Little D, I said, this is so hard for me now, because a listener pointed out how much she listen, li- sounds and looks like Hillary Clinton. Smiles like her? And then yes. I rolled it again, yes. and D-Lady yes. started yelling at me, you've ruined this, you've ruined this, because she's uh, you can't get Hillary out of your head. We ought to find a Carol Baskin <laughs> you can't laugh. can't get Hillary out of your head. <laughs> we, 
<laughs> we got to find a Carol Baskin laugh and do a, an A-B with him. Like I could, put his, I could put his whole body in a meat grinder? I mean, come on. <laughs> like wipe it with a cloth? It was the same exact inflection and, and weirdness. You're being accused of something pretty serious, and this is a weird joke, and it doesn't quite make sense. Uh, right, and it seems like a deflection, but you're not good at it, and you're not <laughs> taking this seriously. Yeah, I, uh, huh. A couple things I'm very certain of. Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, and Carol Baskin's ex is Tiger Chow. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, those are indisputable truths in yeah. my life. And a lesson for kids. Don't pick up uh, wandering weirdo women walking alongside the road and hand them a gun and say, here, point this at me while I drive around town. Whew. Whew. Is there a normal person within 100 miles of anybody in that show? <laughs> I'm just... I'm just going to hit a. Fr- I'm going to throw a phrase out to our our male listeners, hetero males, and and perhaps our, our, our beloved lesbian listeners as well. Troubled hot chick. Oof, oof is right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, very briefly here, uh, this is sent along by one of our alert listeners that uh, there have been a couple of cartoons kicking around Reddit. One of Xi Jinping as the coronavirus. His face rendered green and with those weird spikes on it. Is he wearing the Winnie the Pooh clothes or not? No, that would be too many metaphors. Uh, That one was taken down, even though it was only fractionally. Well, it was I don't know exactly how the Reddit system works. One of Donald Trump is still up, but they took down the Xi Jinping one. You've got to be kidding. Uh Uh-uh. Wow. I'm telling you. Why? Those big giant tech companies that we love. I love them, too. Okay. Understand, though, that do we have that uh, you got to give up some of your ideals of freedom clip? You got to lower your ideals of freedom if you want to suck on the warm teat of China. They are utterly willing and ready to mm, bend over and receive the benevolence of Xi Jinping and the communist Chinese if it will make them some money. Okay. Just understand, they pass themselves off as skateboard riding modern into the environment and the red, they were your friend and first do no evil and the rest. Oh my God, no. They have way too much power. They're way too intrusive in our lives and they have zero, zero moral compass. End of rant. Take that, Reddit. Almost all states have the uh, shelter at home thing going on now. A couple of uh, really stand out as not, though, and they're getting a fair amount of pressure, among other things we can tell you about coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. He was a hard-headed man. He was brutally handsome. She was terminally pretty. She held him From the beginning, World Health Organization officials have praised China's response to coronavirus. They've repeated the country's lies as fact to the rest of the world. Initially, China claimed that the coronavirus could not be transmitted from person to person, even though doctors in Wuhan knew otherwise, and it was obviously untrue. The World Health Organization, though, told that lie to the world, and that hindered global preparation to contain the virus. They made it worse, not better. 
And then the World Health Organization praised China for its transparency, a cruel joke. As those lies have been exposed, the World Health Organization's subservience to their masters in Beijing has only become more obvious, more naked. Subservience because they pay the bills or something? Do they? Because we pay the bills for the UN, for instance. Um, but we should we should back out of the WHO. Trump would get slaughtered for that in the media. Yeah. But we should pull out. We should say we're no longer uh, uh, being a part of that organization. We formed our own organization with these five experts from around the world, but we're out with the WHO. Yeah. That is insane yeah. that anybody's going to put up with them saying we, we praise China for their transparency and, and really uh, we should model their uh, uh, efficiency in uh, stopping the virus. Are you freaking kidding me? The only defense I can think of is it's kind of Trumpian in that you're kissing their butt while you're trying to get what you need out of them. But I can't figure out what they're trying to get out of the Chinese because the very thing the organization exists to get is transparency and, and help. And they got neither of those. Boy, that's possible you're right. That would be a bit of an excuse. I'm not saying I think that's right. It's the only defense I can come up with. If they're getting a little access that they think is key, because if you do what the Wall Street Journal did, for instance, I think it was them that set off all the reporters getting kicked out. If you call them for what they're doing, they kicked out the New York Times, the right. Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post. Then you have no access. So the WHO is saying, yeah, we got to kiss Xi Jinping's butt to get any help whatsoever. I don't, or, I don't know. Or they're corrupt. Because they're, oh, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, that is certainly, uh, certainly a possibility. See the U- UN, see the uh, International Olympic Committee, see virtually every international organization that ends up being a, just a, a cash cow for a bunch of fat cats. Cows, cats running around, freaking menagerie around here. You see, you can't give the coronavirus to your dog. I you your, shouldn't. Your dog can't give it to you. Okay, but you can give it to your dog. I don't know. We don't have dog tests. Jack, yet. if you love the coronavirus, give it away to your dog. <laughs> if it comes back to you, then bad dog. I don't know. Can I swear I saw a story somewhere where a dog died of it? Hmm. Could be uh, bull duty, horse duty. Right. Dog duty. Right. Yeah. Because then I saw a story, I think it was yesterday, it said, no, you can't give it to your dog, so don't, you know, I don't know, kill your dog or be mean to your dog or yeah. whatever. Well, well, good Lord. No. Was anybody doing that? See, that's what I never know. So Judy and I are taking these big old power walks lately. Gets us out of doors, you know, a little exercise. How fast are you walking? Uh, pretty fast. I mean, it's more or less a full speed walk. Uh, but like we walk Olympic walkers. We walk back. See, walk we like don't this. we don't do that. Okay. No, we don't wriggle our shoulders like that. That's <laughs> terrible. Um, but uh, he, he gets to, uh, to pee and maybe an anoint a bush or two. But then he's got to heal up and we walk fast. And but he will often need to poo on these walks. So sure. The other day, uh, what is it about getting out in the neighborhood that makes me got to drop? It's the fresh air. <laughs> But so we're walking along uh, there on a our path, which is like by the edge of the woods. And what a relief to not have killer clowns there anymore. Remember <laughs> that, folks? You remember when America was going crazy with fear over killer clowns? Well, those are happier times. I just think when we the, can worry about that. the media and the more pliable headed among us need something to be afraid of. Probably. I think it uh, fulfills a deep psychological need, and I want to talk about that more later. Well, now you got plenty. I, I want to, well, yeah, no kidding. I want to go ahead and spend some time on the this is dumb argument. We should not shut down. We should forge ahead. I want to give some time to that argument. I'm not sure I agree with it, but 
Uh, anyway, so uh, we're walking Baxter along by the uh, clownless edge of the woods, and and he's <laughs> he, all of a sudden he's on top of this stump, doing giving uh, a speech. Wait, no, no, he's like not on top of it. It's like he's mounted it, and uh, huh. and I thought perhaps he was he was. I don't know, a little stump love or something like that. But then he, he walked away, and I saw that he had expertly and inexplicably pooped on the stump, wow, on the never, top of it. Not seen that before. And I said to him, Baxter, what is that, art? <laughs> Which, <laughs> my wife is a tough laugh, but I got a laugh out of her that time. And uh, But we cleaned it up. I was thinking of leaving it there as some sort of, well, art. Uh, art. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, put a label over it, the importance of cleaning up after your dog. Or, or there's a hole or, in the sky where the tree once was. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's making money. Remember that? That yeah. was fun too. That, that was Seattle. Yep, that's before pre-virus. People started yep. dying. Happier times. Yeah, yeah good times. Yeah, well, I thought he was going to jump up on the stump and finally give the, his stump speech. It's time we dogs band together. So there are a couple of main arguments. Number one, we've gone through killer diseases many times, and we haven't shut down the entire world. And we're going to ruin the economy and ruin people's lives by doing it. It's a it's a mistake. Uh, the other argument is it's just not necess- necessary epidemiologically. We'll we'll be fine. Hmm. Um, so we'll hit you with those. See what you think. I don't know what to think honestly. I wish I did. Are you an epi- You're not an epidemiologist. Yeah. 